welcome to episode 147 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Episode 147, we're back to numbers of I Am Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz. I thought it was 148. No, because I didn't do last week's number. Uh, I did okay. it as the last Epic Camp. Okay, that's mm. right. But I did look on iTunes before, and I think we're up to about 180 shows. Nice. Yeah, wait a second, you just keep talking. Proudly, the shows are proudly brought to you by coffeesofhawaii.com. For the world's best coffee. Oh, 163 we're up to. 163. It's not bad, eh? Athlinks.com. Athlinks.com, social networking for endurance athletes and tracking your results. And trybuys.com. Oh, for the deal of the centuries. Mm, Not just the century, centuries. Got the squeaky chair today. You got the squeaky chair, don't move too much, it's a pain in the ass. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Uh, So, this week's show, what have we got on this week's show? We're kind of back to the old format, aren't we? I was was trying to get back to regular format. Yeah, where did I put the notes? Yeah, (laughs) good to see you prepared. So, so we've got got our news, we've got our age group of the week. We haven't done that in ages. And we've got an age group of the week idea. Oh, I haven't heard this. Okay. Okay, high five. And what's that on? It is on things to consider for your first Iron Man sent in by a listener. Okay, next week, I promise, I'm going to do a high five for facial new facial care. Christ. Yeah, because we had a question about it, John, and I'm here to help the listener. It might link into our website of the week we've got this week. I try Oh, I can't tell you. No. <laughs> Pretty excited about that one. And lastly, we've got some questions and answers at the end. So, first of all, we've got the results. Uh, this isn't really triathlon-based, but John has an association with the winner, so that's why we're talking about this one, is it? Coast to coast weekend. It's a big one for the New Zealanders out there. Two, I actually went down, we were staying in a... So, coast to coast is from one length of New, uh, side of New Zealand to the other in South Island, finishes down the road from Bevan and I. Yep. And um, the coach, Emily Miazga, who won the women's race. Won it last year as well. Yep. So we're third, third two time? Two, third time, yeah. Yep. And she found this great location where we were staying this time, and um, it was like one and a half k into the run course. Yep. So the day before, I went out for a run, and you run down the beach and run over the rocks, and it's sort of you come around this corner, and then it says like two hundred, and I think it's two forty three k's to go. Oh, really? So not a sign you want to no, see no, one k into the run. But, uh, <laughs> that's quite good. It was a great, as predicted. It was a great women's race. The men's race was a bit, bit of bore and pretty predictable, but the women's race was just fantastic. So. So what happened? Because I, I wasn't really paying attention to it, and then I went into mum and dad's, and they were saying that um, Jill Westner, or whatever her yes, name is, is so, catching her. So what happened is the opening bike ride, um, Em and another woman who's a, a bit of a veteran got in the first bunch, yep. and uh, and I just couldn't believe that the other girls let could them let them go. But Em said that the pace wasn't on that much, but when it was on, it was really on. Oh, so she, she could stay with it for those short bursts. Yeah. She said she got she basically got dropped, but she managed to just get herself back oh, on. Oh, that was lucky. And uh, the other girls were at the back, must have been at the back, and they got dropped off. So two girls were, they were two minutes down going into the run, so that was that was pretty telling. And then Em had a good run, and uh, we'll get her on to tell her the, tell the full story, but she came out of the run only about two and a half minutes down on the lead and she's yeah. normally a lot further down last year she was about 10 minutes down on one girl on seven so she pushed it and yeah you, you get to run it's, it's different you've got the support crew there and i was running along with her just me and her i said oh how are you feeling and she said i am effed you're really <laughs> okay okay <laughs> put on a smile go. when you're smiling <laughs> uh, but then she got on the bikes 15 kilometers 
The first girl was two and a half minutes in front of her. By the time we got her into the kayak, she had about a three-minute lead on Oh, really? So she smacked it. So she, the other girl blew to pieces on uh. that bike. And uh, the kayak team had, went, went okay, but she had made a few mistakes. And so coming out of the kayak with 70k to go, she had a minute and a half lead oh, over really? Jill Westerner, who is a legendary biker. Oh, really? So you were crapping yourself? And, uh, and uh, Richard Usher's wife, yep. um, Elena Usher from Finland. And I was pretty sure she was going to fade away, but Jill Westerner was a real worry. And... Stayed, they were sort of pegging about the same for the first 20k, and then M just started pegging away 10, 15 seconds at a time, and then all of a sudden it just blew out, and M just smoked her. Oh, wow, so, so pretty great. It was good, it was gutsy, you know, she really guts it out, so I was very proud of her. In the meantime, a guy called Gordon Walker won it quite easily. Yeah, 35 minutes. Yeah. It's, um, it was a bit disappointing, but on the news, because they didn't have Richard Usher, and Richard Usher is kind of probably the best multi-sporter at the moment, but he didn't turn up, so, you know, and, and that's the first thing they said to him, I was not saying with Richard Usher here. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, he, he, he admitted that too. You yeah, know? I know, it's, but, but it's still... A, it's a lot more satisfying. Like, M's, if M had gone on to win by 20 minutes, I think it's a, it's a lot more satisfying when you've really got to fight for it. So good on for winning, yeah. and, but he would have looked a complete mug if he hadn't. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was good. He's good a nice guy. Now I'm going to link it back to Iron Man. Okay. So we've got Richard Usher, who's I had a chat with him, and uh, he's, he's doing New Zealand. He's doing New Zealand. He's feeling pretty confident. What, what uh, confident as in what? As, as as giving it a good nudge. What yeah. like as in winning or? Well, I think he I think he, he's, he's, he thinks he's going to move up the rankings a bit from last year, where he was sort of about seventh, but. Also, Gordon Walker, who won the race, he's thinking about doing Ironman as well. Not this season, oh, but he really? says that Ironman, you know, I've got some other goals. And he's Ironman a nice guy, hey, Gordon, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. Oh, yeah, no, he's a good guy. Um, okay, now. Geelong, 70.3. Well, do, do we want to give Emma a plug? Because she's got some new bars. We had them at Epic Camp. We didn't uh, give her much love on Epic Camp. No, we didn't. Powercookies.com. Yeah, she's got some, like, uh, those, those peanut butter ones. Uh, we, I know we, we talk everything up, but the, <laughs> the, the cookie, her, her cookies are really good, and she's just got a new baker for those, and they're heaps better, but the bars are fantastic for training. Oh. And she said on the first bike ride, she was mowing into her first bar, and she turned across, and two guys next to her were both having a bar at the same time. She was loving that, she was wasn't loving she? It. She was going, profit, profit. <laughs> <laughs> Powercookies.com if you want to check that out. Uh, G-Long 70.3, Sam Warren, and now is another one. She's a threat now, isn't she? She is a threat. There's no Ironman races at the moment, so we've got to talk about 70.3. And coast to coast. <laughs> but Sam Warren went over there, short course athlete, second place with Yvonne Van Vlerken. Really? Schmerken. Wow. And uh, I didn't, and we haven't got the results up here, but also Rebecca Keat was there, and there was a couple of other really good guys. So she's beating, she's beating top athletes. She is beating the big Ironman name. She smoked Joe Lawn, so she is going to be what about a her real Christy? Sorry? What about her versus Chrissy? It'd be it'd be close. Um, race. Well, it'd be a good race. I mean, she only beat Van Vleuten by by a couple of minutes, but yeah. who knows? She might not have been killing it. Yeah, but she might have just held the lead. It's going to be very interesting to see so how she goes. That's her path now, isn't it? Well, no, I think she's going to do the World Championship Series. You know, it's early in the season. It's big money on the World Champ Series, but she's going to do clear water, yep. and that will be interesting wow. because that will come down the run, and she's a good runner. Yep. Uh, we've got Mecca's schedule up here, so he's got a pretty busy season in front of him, hasn't he? He's doing a few different races this year. Yeah, he's got Singapore seventy point three. The Lava Man. He always does that. Does he go any good there? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. Uh, New Orleans, 70.3. China, 70.3. Austria, 70.3. Challenge France, 70.3. Challenge Germany, 70.3. Ironman Germany, Timberland, 70.3. And then the World Champs. He's only doing the two Ironman. Same sort of formula to use this year. Um, yep. But we don't really know how he would have gone because he, he DNF'd at uh, Hawaii. Yeah, yep. But, you know, Germany's big money and then uh, onto Hawaii. So quite a few 70.3s there, but... 
It's going to be a big for you, Firm. Um, mm. uh, it's going to be, you know, hopefully all those guns are really firing come Kona. It's, uh, yeah. Mm. It's good at the moment, isn't it, the guys' pros? It should be, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah the girls probably isn't going to be that interesting for the next little while where Chrissy just dominates everybody. But um, the race was Could anything change? I Chrissy, injury, obviously. but uh, Injury, I can't see, you know, she's so far in front of them. No, I can't see it. Happening. Someone in any predictions for the stars of the year has predicted that Chris will be the first ever female sub eight. Sub eight. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was quite good. Um, oh no, good old Tri Juice. They've got the triathlon training camp for physically challenged athletes. I now, thought we should give this a plug because yeah. I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah, so happening. it's going to be in Atlanta. So if you, uh, yeah. if you do know anybody who is physically challenged and they want to get into triathlon or they do triathlon and they maybe don't know about this, go on to tryjuice.com. It's and, obviously uh, a big camp because they want 300 volunteers. Yeah, but I think it's fantastic. So uh, yeah. on, if, you, if you know anybody who's going to benefit from that news, forward it on. And their website Juice. is gettingtotry.org. Yeah. Mm, so, yeah, it's really good. There's also another camp you brought up here. What's this one? Um, one of the Pyrenees Multisport fellas uh, have got their iron camp for guys that are wanting to build up and uh, maybe no, don't want to come on Epic Camp. We've got Epic Camp in France in June. But this is a little bit before then, 16th to the 23rd of May. Great. Starts from their training base in Luskin and sort of goes um, up through the Pyrenees. Oh, Bloody good beautiful. deal, 780 euros, which is a, a new discounted price taken in the fact that the, the poor old pound has taken absolute hammering. Oh, really, is it? Yeah, it's like the, um, the Kiwi dollar has just turned, turned, to, turned to crap. I don't understand the dollars. I don't know why have our dollars, because our economy is still good. Yeah, but... I don't yeah, get why we're losing. based yeah. off the US dollar. I'm sure lots of you guys are really brainy at this stuff. Write us an email, let us know. Yeah. Tell so, us how we, how we should be investing. So Iron Camp, Luskin, France. Go to PyreneesMultisport.com. It's, it is a bloody good deal for an all-inclusive camp. You get to do some of the classic oh, climbs. That, that, just do it. Yeah, get yeah. on there. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Okay, so the hot topic we had a few weeks ago. Now, John, we're, out, we're, we're on Epic Camp. We're riding somewhere. And John turned around and he goes, we didn't do our swim sets. <laughs> <laughs> we had our favourite swim sets uh, a couple of weeks ago. And we, we talked about your swim sets, but we didn't talk about ours. Bevan, I bet you've got hundreds of favourites. I've actually got a couple I do like. Yeah? Yeah. We'll go one for one then. Okay. Well, then, then we're going to get on to this week's hot okay, topic. Okay, so you go yours first. So the, I've got put down three of my favourites. First one is 10 100s, maximum effort on two minutes. Oh. Uh, so it's a real... Big a good rest. Kill, kill a session. So yep. you're getting... For, for someone like me, getting around about 50 to 55 seconds rest. Um, you want to be, If you're going to do this set yourself, you want to be basically doing them on a time that gives you about one minute rest. The idea is maximum effort, but you need to be able to sustain it all the way through. So, so your if your maximum effort's 1.30, you want to do it on 2.30s? Yep. Okay, so you really aim to get a minute's rest, but really smacking yourself. Really smacking it, but you want to really try to sustain uh, the same pace all the way through. So if you go, if you say so your second rep is a 130, you want your last rep to be pretty close to 130. Yeah. You might fade marginally, yeah. but you really got to work those like last ones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, well, mine are more like the big ones, because I, I don't mind the small, shorter stuff, because my squad's always short stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, if you, I like the one where you go 100, 200, 400, 800, then back. That was, nice. I always loved that one. Nice. Because it was kind of like it was heart building up to it, but then coming back home was always easier mentally. You know, you pass halfway. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Yep. Uh, another one that I really like doing by myself, and this is just you go in there between, anywhere between 20 and 50 100s. On, I do them on the 130, just just bang them out one by one. I <laughs> that, love that set. That you was, just that keep was, on doing it. No, no, I like that. But that was my only one. <laughs> that was your only one. Okay. I don't really know. And then, I just mean what was written on the board. Okay, sweet. And then my last one, and this is, I actually have actually seen this one written elsewhere. I think it comes from one of the Aussie coaches because we used to do it in uh, France with Crowey and Macker, and that's 40, 40 50s. 
Uh, the way I used to do it was uh, 16 on the 45, where you're doing three steady, one hard. So yep. it's 350 steady, 150 hard. Great. Then you go into 12 on 50, and you do two steady, one hard. And then you do eight on 55, so one steady, one hard. Yep. And then four on 60, all hard. So I, I do actually like those ones because mm. I'm good at intensity, so mm. I can hold intensity short periods. It's when I do long. You like those 50s, don't you? Yeah, I'm pretty fast at them, apparently. Freestyle. Yeah. And you turn turn a kick. Yeah, I know. I should be going to the Olympics for that crap. I should be. Anyway, that was from a few weeks ago. So we've got this week's discussion, and we we basically said, who's going to be the breakthrough athletes from 2009? And we said only one name, male and female, didn't we? That's good. Okay, and we've only got 10, so we figure we might just pop through them all. Where you go, John? Monda started it. Angela Neath, I have heard that name. Apparently she's a new Team BB member. Very strong biker, and Terenzo and Kona. Nice. Heath's basically saying Justin Deere had a great fifth in Canada. Uh, nearly pulled it together in Monica. So, yeah, he's, and also, obviously, Chrissy, he was the one who said first sub- woman to go sub eight. Yes. Nice. Uh, good old uh, the Ballistic Hammer, Bobby Bostic. Oh, I just realised I've forgotten something. What? Nicknames. We're going to do some more nicknames today. Oh. Um, never mind. Well, if you're waiting, we're sorry. We'll do it next week, we promise. <laughs> Well, not so much a breakthrough as a resurrection. I think that on the women's side, Natasha Badman is going to be surprised oh. uh, surprise the world in Kona by coming second to Chrissy at the age of 41. Oh, that could be interesting. On the men's side, I think Chrissy Wellington will win the men's division <laughs> of a race this year. Oh, okay. second overall Al Duez triathlon this year. You think she'll? It'll be really interesting to see her, her racing schedule, actually, because uh, you know if she's going to be based with Lessing, um, mm. she probably might be sticking more to... Uh, races in the States as opposed to last year she was much more based in Europe it's interesting to move her going to Lessing because he's not proven as a coach is he no like the guy is a legendary athlete knows yeah. his stuff obviously but you know like it'd be a different story if, it, if she was going there maybe a bit more as an advisor yeah. if, if she had a lot of experience you know somebody like Michaeli Jones who's got oodles of experience yeah, so probably... someone like she'd give like Mark Allen to give her some advice occasionally yeah, yeah. Chrissy's still pretty green so interesting but I remember like um, Hellman's although if you're going to get an athlete to coach this is the one isn't yeah. it because Hellman's talking about when he got Aaron Baker and he was the first she was the first athlete he ever coached and he was like this coaching stuff's easy <laughs> and then he got some other athletes and he was like oh god <laughs> uh, good old Dave McKay saying Andy Potts Hawaii 2009 mm-hmm. and he's saying us Kiwis should find this funny I think it might be the have you seen this I'm not sure if it is uh, Beach Whale have you seen Beach Whale no. Oh, watch it at the end. It is bloody funny. Got okay. some chops. Got some chops. Okay. Have you not seen it? Oh, you'll love it. Okay. Uh, yep. Jason Lenski, Terenzo should do well in March, but watch out for Andreas Relert. Uh Yeah, I agree with that. He, he's uh, he's one to watch. He was second at 70.3 champs, and he also won, was it Ironman uh, Arizona? Yeah, with a 2.46 run split. Okay, well, Pratchett probably saying the same thing. Hold on, we've got, and then we've got Brooke Davidson of Boulder, Colorado. She was uh, top overall amateur, fifth in Clearwater with a 4.12 She's really? a mother of three, and in 2009 will be the first year as a pro. Look out. Nice. Well, same person here. What is that, Andreas? What is that one? Raylert. Raylert. Yep, this is what Patrick Foley's saying. He's saying, he's, you know, raced with him in 70.3. Tough race, very hilly ride, and he beats some of the very good athletes, including Chris McCormick. Okay, and then who's next? you got Gary Fegan. Gary Fegan. Where's he going to pull it down? Here we go. Well, he might, might not be a major rock stars in 2009. I'll plug fellow Scott Fraser Cartmile. Yep. Actually, they do love him. Yeah, and he's got a guy who always tries to get him on the show. Okay. <laughs> well, we should interview him because he's, they're actually quite active in trying to get us to interview him, and, and it's just never really worked out. So if you're listening, we'll get him on the show because he is doing really well. Another vote for Fraser Cartmel from Jamie McPherson. That was good work on Carl Elwood, uh, Bazzoni to bring the hurt in Taupo, and Sam Warren. She is schooling some pretty big names in the Ironman 70.3 world. Good old Patrick. No, no, last name. Oh, Patrick. He's like Madonna or right. Bono. Or 
Let's see if I can come up with one. Go. Okay. Um, God, I don't know, the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Prince! Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I've just seen Demon. the future. <laughs> I've just seen the future and he just smashed me at the pool. He's. How's that one? Timu? Clyden? He came, he came fifth in Silverman last year. He's taken six months off to attempt a pro. He's only just started in six months and he's just refigured the swim stroke. Surely he can be just be getting quicker. So And also. Joe Carrot. Joe Carrot. Yeah, it's going Joe J-O, not J-O-E. It's Joe's a boy's name, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Well, well no, Joe, J-O-E is a boy's name. Yeah, J-O I mean. is a yeah. girl's name. My girl's name's Joe, so I shouldn't say yeah. that. No, you shouldn't. No, <laughs> that'd be wrong. Well, not necessarily, but... So, well, no, no, but I'm just... No, it's not really not at all. You just shit on me, didn't you? This week's one. Now I always want to veto your one. I do like your one, so we're going to do my one next week. Okay. Well, I'm I'm okay with you vetoing. Well, no, because my daughter is going through this whole. Would you? My daughter comes up and there's a really random question. So she says, "Would you rather never be able to watch a TV screen or or a movie screen or anything with a screen, or not have music? Mm. What would you choose? I'd not have music. See, I'd probably just go no screens. Okay. Yeah. And so she has all these random questions. Struggled to do the podcast. Yeah, it's true. You yeah. can look at the screen. I'd yeah. sit behind the screen. <laughs> so she comes up with all these random questions. So I thought of a random question. And save that for next week. Or are we doing that this week? Well, we can, I can say it now. Maybe we do. I do like your one. So we'll do, I'll just let them know for next week. They can think about it. Okay. Or maybe we can do both because this one's quite funny. Would you win an Ironman, but you had to cut off your big toes? Kona. If you get to yeah. win Kona. Yeah. Oh, not Kona. Because you're quite keen on winning Kona. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, you can win Kona, but you have to chop off both your big toes. To give that some thought. Okay, that's a good one, isn't it? I have to look at the functionality of how (laughs) how the feet work. You'll be a gimp for the rest of your life, but you've won Kona, so that's a good thing. Okay, so you put your answer into that one while you answer this one, John. Okay, so I get the feeling sometimes we're maybe a little bit too harsh on WTC and we slag them off a little bit too much, but but I I don't know. know, The more I get to know about them. This is is a question. So the question this week is, are we being a little bit too harsh on WTC? We do slag them off a little bit, but are we being too harsh? Uh, We're not not going to give our opinion now, are we? No. Okay, and neither the time. Because some good stuff came up on Epic Camp that we'll discuss next week. Yeah, which means we're going to criticise some more. (laughs) (laughs) we we, we, we're always trying to improve our performance, and if we think we are being a bit harsh, we'd like you to you to let us know. Um, are we being too harsh, or is our sort of criticism of them usually justified? And will you keep your big toes or not? Kind mm. of champion. It's a big question. It's a, it's a tough one, isn't it? Right, here's some music. Huge group of the week. Bet those guys that you guys have missed there. Hey, because we haven't been doing the intros, have we? We haven't, no. Oh man, it's exciting times. So we've got a couple of little comments here, and the first one comes from a person called Lee Gamble. And he's saying he loves the show and he's just going through a back catalogue and we often say don't do that, especially <laughs> the very early ones. But yeah. you know, maybe from about thirty onwards. Um, I've only done duathlons and a baby try, but I'm working way up to it. Listening to you guys gives me lots of motivation to get fitter, along with fair fitness, of course. I had an idea for an age grouper of the year. Maybe you could get a little prize or props to the person who improves their time by the greatest percentage. The time to be taken off athletes, of course. So you got some ideas here, Jumbo. 
So I think that's a great idea, and we're going to put this in place. Normally, we don't let people nominate themselves for age grouper of the week. No, it's it's, just, a, it's a no go. It's a no go zone. No, because it's like it's like buying yourself your own Valentine's Day present. That's right. <laughs> you don't be there. No. <laughs> it might look cool when you get flowers at work, but deep down, you know. <laughs> you know. So, what? So you? We would like you to nominate yourselves later in the year. You know, basically the end of this year. Biggest time improvement. Uh, Is it ever? You know, like, because no, not many people do Ironman in one year, do two. You well, know no, I mean? a lot of people will have done it, say, last year. Yeah, so as long as you've done Ironman this year, it's an improvement time from, from a last race in the year. past. You can nominate yourselves. From last year or from a race in the past? We need to be clear here, John. We'll give them the two-year window. Okay, two years. So you have to have done Ironman two, within the last two years, and this year you do another one. So it's a three-year scale. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should it be on the same course? Oh, I see, now <laughs> see, this is the problem. <laughs> no, we'll just go for... Biggest yeah. improvement. Okay, biggest improvement. So if you've and done it's got like to be within a two-year period. Norse man, and then you do rope. I'm thinking you're doing all right. <laughs> but you can't go, can't go and take like if you blew up a nine man and you did a thirteen-hour one, but you previously done an eleven-hour one, and then say well, my thirteen hours went to nine and a half hours. It's got to be just a gen, you know, uh, an improvement. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But we have got another age group of the week, and this is sent through from Todd Johnson from the US of A. Hi guys, I can't remember if you've mentioned this guy or not, but I'd like to nominate Mark Beaumont. Belmont, something like that, as age grouper of the week. He's not an Ironman, but he's accomplished an iron-worthy feat on his bike and set a new world record in the progress. He biked around the world 29,000 Ks. Mm, in 195 in days. In 195 days. He, was shattered the, he shattered the old record by nearly three months. Man, the most amazing thing about his trip was that he averaged 100 miles, 160 K each day, while carrying 200 or basically 100 kg of gear, he rested only one day every two weeks. That is impressive. That is we'll, incredible. We'll put the, uh, in well. That's incredible. That's incredible. With Kathy Lee Turner and John Davidson and Fran. Who's the guy? Fran? Oh, we we never get him? That's the whole point. <laughs> Fran Dresser. Yeah. <laughs> Fran Dresser from but, the uh, Nitty. Go, go read the, the link that we're going to have yeah. on there because I had a, big, a bit of a scan through it yesterday and it was pretty fascinating. You know, he went through some... Really interesting places. He said Iran was fascinating. The people were incredibly hospitable, despite them being the axis of evil. He's saying a bike repair man in New Zealand delayed his Christmas lunch by two hours. To help him fix his, his nice. wheel. Good old, good old. He, he got mugged. Did he? He got run over. Really? And uh, it just sounded fascinating. And I think, you know, doing it is one thing, but doing 160, 160Ks a day... A day. We do Epic Cam, and we do about that for eight days. And yeah. Man, we're, we're pretty close. he does it for 200 days. With all his gear on his bike. So um, that's pretty impressive. Hopefully he writes a book, because it'd be a good book. He is writing a book. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, and it's on there. send it to us, and we'll do a review. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's good stuff. It's on uh, the date. I will put record. a link to it on www.imtalk.me. So he's a bit of a stud. Nice work. Thank you, Todd. He's a stud, is he? Yeah. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> and we are running short on age groupers of the week, so we'd like you Kiwis to start kicking into action, because you've had uh, Challenge Wanaka, so there must be a few age groupers yep. down there. You Aussies, you know, you can backtrack. We could go back to old school. We actually found people ourselves. That's a good point. Yeah, we used to. That's do that, remember? Point. Yes. Just come to like the race and find a good performance next week. Okay, we'll, we'll do that. But okay. we'd also like some 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 noteworthy. Okay, and, and if we've sent you've sent one through in the past and we haven't got it, because John informed me that he often just deletes emails. I do a quick scan. Oh, no, I, I read don't them delete all. many. <laughs> I don't delete many. I read them all and write to years all, so don't worry about that. Okay, high five. One, two, three, four. High five. five. What is it? Here we go. This is it through from Jonathan Crick, and it was what was it? I want to be an Iron Man next year. 
Not this year. Next year. And that's probably you're probably kind of two way two years into your John Newsom plan, aren't you? What is wrong with your screen? What well, is it too small for you? Yeah. Well, I got, super size it, big boy. Well, the problem is that this word always changes the way. So now I've got to do this and this, and then here we go. Okay, I'll super size it for you, just like McDonald's. Super size. There we go. There we go. Now, Fifty cents, please. Okay, we're gonna we can put our comments in here as well. Uh, so number one. Think long and hard about whether you're going to have enough time to devote to training and maybe more importantly, recovery. Read some training plans so you can get an idea of the time involved and the strategies required. Read up on nutrition and the risk requirements uh, to put your body through this. I think that's a really important thing to do, eh? Oh, yeah. But I think one thing is as well, and it was interesting talking to Peter on Epic Camp, you know, because he was working a big job in um, Dutchy. Oh, Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, Pete. And uh, it was interesting talking to him on Epic Camp and how he was saying that Actually, giving up work was a little bit harder on his training because when he was work, he had to be really organised. Mm. And he found that you get up in the morning, you do your training. And so one thing to think about when you're thinking about the time is also uh, what kind of organisation you need to with mm-hmm. your own kind of life to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Number two, uh, first, uh, first time for most people is going to be about getting to the finish line in a respectable time in one piece. Try to get an idea of a target time by completing race results of people you have competed against and how they performed at the race you're considering. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a good idea. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, this is quite a too, wise one, get, isn't it? Don't get too carried away with time, but <clears throat> yeah, yeah, completion first time, eh? Yeah, but uh, yeah. if you've done a half iron, man, you're going to know ballpark approximately what you're going to do. And uh, okay, so what, what, if there's a half uh, half iron man equation, what is it? Oh, it's just double it and add one hour, and it's okay. approximately if it's a, if it's a similar sort of course, I'd say is fairly accurate. Okay. Uh, number three, if you're looking at a European or North American race, do some research before the previous year's race on how to, how entry works. Uh, Most North American races and some Europeans sell out in a matter of hours. Yep. If you're planning to do one of the more popular ones, find out what's going to be up against, what you're going to be up against. So you really need to do, you know, probably 15 months planning if you're... If I want to do Ironman, one of the American ones, mm-hmm. uh, what's one of the American ones? Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene, okay. If I want to do Coeur d'Alene and the internet... You know, they sell out in minutes. If you're overseas, is it easier? Sometimes, some races are, some aren't. Okay. But um, I know some of them just, like, I think Placid this year so didn't even get online. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it was something like that. Or so, was... what about international slots? None. Wow. not. Okay, number four, get your support team on your side before you enter. <laughs> Explain what this means to you and how much training you're going to be doing during the family time. Uh, be prepared to make compromises and make your training plan as efficient as possible. For example, train on the commute to work and fit sessions in during lunch hours. And that's really important, eh? It is. And one thing to sort of a little add on to this. Oh, he's adding on. If you plan on having kids in the next few years, do Ironman before you have kids. Yeah, totally. Eh? Are you finding that, John? <laughs> it's fine. I just, uh, well, you're a, lot, you're, you're a coach. You can put it in. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. But a lot of people that are planning on having kids, don't delay it. Just do your bloody Ironman now because... Yeah. Uh, you won't have as much time to train no, later and on. You know what? You want to be around when your kids are young. Mm. You know, you don't want to kind of be on your bike and kind of when they get to 20, go, oh, why do they hate me? <laughs> 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 why do they watch my races? <laughs> yeah. Use every available resource for information. This is number five. Number five. Yep. Uh, books like Iron Fit by Don Fink. I haven't read that one. Uh, Going Long by Gordo is good. He's got new, his new editions out. Yep. Uh, get it. Joe Friel's got his triathlon training bible. Listen to our podcasts, of course. Yep. Forums like Try Talk and Slow Twitch, just be careful of those. Some people talk some rubbish on uh, on some of those forums. So you just gotta... But people do use forums for information. So how do you figure out who's credible and who's crap? Because you used to do it. You used to go on there and give information, didn't you? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, 
it's a good way for someone who's like an up and coming coach to get some credibility. It is, but yeah, if, but it's, it's part like you can also guys think they know everything about it going yeah. on there and just posting rubbish replies. So yeah, it's a hard one. But if you can look at their articles that are written on there, Slow Twitch has got some great stuff. X tries actually bringing out some really good, they've got quite a few good writers on there. So I yeah. think if you look more at articles um, rather than forums, forums okay. can be a bit dangerous. Okay, great. Oh, okay, that's it. You finished. Yeah, it was more, but you could join a triathlon club as well, John. You could. And you could also, good coaching available. Yep, coaches and are great. Yeah, coaches apparently, I've heard. Uh, <laughs> number six here, traditional number six. Think about buy your kit for the race as far in advance as possible. Is the bike horse suitable for a tri bike? Is wearing a sleeveless vest going to suit your sunburn or leave you sunburnt? Goggles, wetsuits, cycling shorts or tri shorts, etc., etc., etc. Lots of things to think about. Make decisions based on the expected course conditions and what works for you. Try to make these decisions as far in advance as the race as possible so you can train in your kit that you intend to use. Uh, I only make some pressure over the last couple of months. Also, blah, blah, blah. Great. So number seven. Oh, no, this is the most important one. Number seven. Always listen to John and Bevan at IM Talk. Great, and also Jonathan Crick is an investment manager. So earlier I was talking about investment advice. Send yep. us through some. John. Jonathan, uh, when did he send this email through? I'm thinking a while ago. No, just scroll to the top. Yep, a while yep. ago. Yep. My yep. birthday that's, last year. Okay. <laughs> I was going. I was going to tell him to do 20 press ups because he called it Iron Man Talk. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I used to do pretty 20 uh, press ups for leaving it so long. No. <laughs> One other thing, just on his, fight, his, his number six point there, was sort of saying about practicing your equipment and stuff. One of the things I recommend to most people is once every four weeks when you your main Ironman build, do a half Ironman simulation at Ironman pace. Practice using your nutrition, nutrition your gear, your gear, and uh, don't practice use, transitions. Yeah, don't so don't use your, your, your racing gear all the time, but as long as you get you know a good three or four reasonable length practices in it, then you, you can be comfortable that you're probably not going to chafe badly. But you want to have a fairly good looking gear for racing. Well, that's day. the problem with me because I was a bit like Michael Jordan. People often oh, say that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I hear that all the time. Yeah, but like Michael Jordan, whenever he played, played with a new pair of shoes. Yeah. So every Ironman I did because you don't do many. I always bought a new outfit. Mm. And I just like to buy a new outfit. But yeah. I think what you could do here with Jonathan's idea is that you could buy the kind of gear you'd, you know, so yeah. your vest instead of a, like a, a cycle top or something like that. I think for guys, it's, well, no, the bike pants are probably important for guys. Yeah. But, you know, nip, a bit of nipple rash there can get pretty painful yeah, on the road. I did day. get that in road, I have yeah, to admit. Yeah. yeah. And um, for girls, especially, the cuts of a lot of the, the things are really critical to get that right because that can cause some, some major discomfort. Not that I'd know. <laughs> it's what we heard through the grapevine. Yeah. Oh, I didn't do the interview of Sarah. Bugger. Anyway. Okay, let's put some music on. What? Oh, <laughs> Sarah from Epic Camp had a high five for peeing on the bike for girls. Ah, uh, we'll get her back on. I'll just tell her to come around. Okay, because I didn't get around to doing it. There we yeah. go. Okay, uh, some music. Here we go. Can you tell? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, this week's website is sent through from Andy Smith. Where are you from, Andy? You didn't tell us. Congratulations Some, on... Somewhere in the UK. Okay. Oh, that's true. Uh, congratulations on your run in Monica. Thanks, that was to me. By the way. Yeah. yeah. What about my swim? Yeah. You've been by Gil and a nine-year-old. I'm going to see who beat you. Start giving you some grief. <laughs> I don't think many beat me. They're, they're runners, you know? Whatever. Not a Gil. Whatever. <laughs> not a nine-year-old. <laughs> 
and not someone in the 50. <laughs> Just been sent through a link to a website there and thought I would forward it on to you guys. I'm not training at the moment, so try sites about zones, schedules, and all that aren't that much use to me. But looking at pictures of dry Lottie... Try Totty. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's always a good thing. They have pics of a male and female Totty depending on which gender or which way you like to bet. Yeah. And the website is hottriathletes.com and John and I, well, we're on the female page. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, man. <laughs> but it's okay to go on the guys one. Now, they haven't got many pictures, but I have to admit, Felicity Ambram. Felicity Ambram, she's a short course girl, but she, I think she might have done a couple of long course races. Okay, John, now, this could be... She's an Australian. She's got an 8.5 out of 10 rating. She's only had 14 votes. Well, I reckon our listenership are going to up the votes. She, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that there's a lot look at Desiree Ficker she's up there how many votes has she had okay let's have a look I'm sure she would have a lot more yeah 1,063 so Desiree Ficker has voted wrote it at 8.7 so what you can do is you come onto this website and you can Bevan don't nominate Bevan Bevan wants to get on there <laughs> no, if anybody nominates Bevan prepare to get an absolute slagging on the show I might put myself on here and see what kind of rating I get right. so basically you can go on there you can put yourself on there we'll you can, but that'd be like nominating yourself for Age Group of the Week. Or <laughs> <laughs> we'll giving yourself a Valentine's Day present. <laughs> exactly. It's a box over in the corner there, Bevan. Uh, anyway, uh, you go on there and you can nominate uh, somebody to go up there. Desiree Fickett, she's our 1,063 okay, votes. Now, we don't want to be sexist, but is it all right to appreciate the other six? And, John, if you were to say which one you find the best athlete here. Well, but, well Holly Evel, she's only about. 17 oh let's, let's not go there because it's, yeah. it's jail time nowadays yeah okay what about this one because Erin Demshire Erin Demshire she is a she was she raced at the Olympics she got the bronze no she get bronze or did she get fourth she she's, got third or fourth she's at the 8.3 ranking here mate <laughs> 551 some of the girls that are up there so far Felicity Abram Holly Averill Laura Bennett Laura. Laurie Bowden oh, point one. Oh, yeah Middle of the field, middle of the middle pack, of the middle, middle of the packer. So get on there and, and, and nominate who you Emma think. Emma Snowsall? Emma Snowsall. What do you reckon she'll get? What do you reckon she'll get? About a s- mid seven. Seven point two. Seven point one. <laughs> that was pretty good. And I hadn't looked. <laughs> you hadn't looked. Nice but work. She, okay, now because we're not sexist, oh no, but she what? She is tiny, man. She, like, she's like this big. So she pictures well, but if you see her in real life, she's just, yeah, she's she's just really too short. small. She's a pocket rocket. She is a pocket rocket. There's, there's not a lot of guys up there, girls, so girls, get onto it. Okay, so out of the guys, we've got Craig Alexander, Faris L. Sultan. I, I wouldn't be giving Faris L. Sultan a lot of votes. Okay, what do you reckon he's going to get? If, if, if I was voting for him, I'd, I'd say about a 4.7. Oh, you're pretty close, Sean. 5.3! He's had 193 votes. Oh, man. I reckon the thing is, not many chicks are going to go on this website, so I don't think any guys... What about Craig Alexander? I mean, Luke Van Leer's up there. I mean, he's Where is he? Where is he? It down the bottom left. Oh, we're trying to get him on the show right now, John. It's true. <laughs> he's he's a stunning-looking guy. Okay, what's your prediction? Uh... uh. I'll go for 5.5. Oh, you're so good at this game! 5.6. Okay, there's another one. There's another one. an old picture of him. Yeah, there's an old picture of him. That's a bit unfair. Okay, Alexander. He's, he, you know, he could pull the chicks. I'm sure yeah. he's a married man, but... He is married. He's got a child. Okay, let's have a look. What I'd, do you think? I'd, I'd give, he'd be getting a bit more I'd be picking. So <laughs> I'd be picking about a 6.1. Oh, uh, a little bit off. 7.3. Seven Sorry, Crow. You're, you're prettier than I think. Yeah, he's, he's pretty hot right now. And we'll just do one more. Good old... the the Mark Allen. Mark oh, Allen. Crikey. Here we go. What do you go for Mark Allen? Uh, based on current form of, if, it, if it's based on current I'd be going if, we, we do want to get him back on the show then. maybe more maybe a 5.1 4.8 John uh, that's bloody brilliant 
Okay, I'm going to do one more because you're so good at this game. <laughs> Let's do one more. Um, you can choose. Uh, Thomas Hellrigal. No, actually, Norman Stadler. Cause okay, Stadler. Because you know, people... Yeah, yeah, love him, hate him. What yeah, you, okay, what are you thinking? I'm thinking 5.4. 5.2! Oh, I am good at this game. <laughs> you're in the wrong career. You should be a matchmaker. <laughs> oh, man. I do notice that no guy gets high, basically. No. So I'm obviously guys are so don't put me on here. So get some, get some, get some, who are some of the pretty boys out there, do you think? Um, Terenzo, me? <laughs> a lot of people think Terenzo's a bit of a pretty boy. Yeah, in New Zealand he's a bit of a stud muffin, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just trying to think of the, the Kiwi guys. Uh, Surely some good looking guys in triathlon. Most guys in triathlon are pretty hot. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, because we're, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm saying. Like Patrick Verne, he's a bit of a, a, bit yeah, of a Frenchy. Yeah, yeah. He can, Chicks he, love that shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to think who else it might be. Yeah. Macca's on there, he didn't. Okay, well, let's, okay let's just do Macca. What's your prediction for Macca? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say he's a particularly stunning fellow. I'd say I'll give him a get based on previous scores about a five point six. Five point one. He hasn't pretty, got a lot of votes either. No, no, you're pretty good at this game, Johnny. I have to say. So it's got a couple. It's got a little uh, profile on them below there. You know what they're about. Yeah, it's got their website. It's, admittedly, it's not the prettiest photo of Mecca, is it? No, it's not. Because he looks like a skeleton there, doesn't no, he? No, and he's got those man boobs going on because yeah. you know he, he puts the um, the the. Sponges down his top, and he looks like he's got man boobs. Oh, he does too. Yeah, and they're a bit saggy too. Yeah, he's getting some work done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. So, very funny site. Worth just having a look. You go to hottriathletes.com. We want to see one of our listeners put their photo up there. You know, be the first one. And what we'll do is we'll make you get like a 10. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to coo this site. Someone put their photo up on this website, and then next week we'll, we'll tell everyone to go on and vote at 10 for 10. Okay. Okay. You're going to ruin the whole ethos of this site. No, no, no. We're just going to say that if you're an IM Talk listener, you're hot. Okay. Nice. You better put a good photo up. If you look like a pig, we won't do it. And if anybody puts Bevan up and I find out who it is, <laughs> be prepared for Make sure you vote for a 10. John, what would you predict me at, 10? <laughs> yeah, we could, based on you sitting there clicking 10 for two days, why, why do we get kicked off Google Ads, Bevan? <laughs> <laughs> Questions and answers. This is from Mike Hewison. Happy New Year. Obviously, got this a while ago. My question is I'm planning for my first half Ironman next year, but the race is only one week before the Windsor Try, an Olympic that I'd really like to do. Is it sensible or would it be asking too much to do this? Uh, I don't think so. You know, I think um, it really just depends <laughs> on how you recover. Some people seem to bounce back fairly quickly, but. I'd really say you put all your eggs in your basket and uh, all, your, all your eggs into your half Ironman basket. The race is a week after, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. you're going to do the Olympic the weekend before. Yeah, so I'd say don't even, you know, you probably had to have entered Windsor already, um, but I'd say just go for it, you know. Um, but do you, like, if you're going to do Windsor, do you smack the crap? Well, no, the, the half Ironman's first. Oh, no, I think the half Ironman's. Oh, the Windsor's the halfway. So well, Plan to do the first half Ironman, but. One week before the Windsor try. Oh, so the Windsor try is a week later. Yeah. So oh, yeah, who gives a great? Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd say focus on your half and uh, see what happens in Windsor. Yeah, you just got to be really act good, good with active recovery post race when you're doing that. You don't need to be looking for fitness gains in the week after the half half Ironman. No, go for a couple of swims, a couple of light runs, a couple yeah. of light rides, and just just looking at trying to get the blood flow going. Probably get a massage early week, early in the week, same. Um, Monday or Tuesday, and just train through nice and easy. And you don't need to do any speed work. 
No. Network. No. And, uh, and then just go out there and, and give it a smack and see what happens. If it's the other way around and you're looking at um, an Olympic distance the week before a half Ironman, if the half Ironman is a key event, I'd say definitely don't do the Olympic distance. Um, you won't recover in time if the, if the half Ironman is how, the How long before a half could you do an Olympic at, at intensity? I'd say three weeks is, is quite good timing to do a good hard hit out. Okay. Um, two weeks, you pr- pretty easily get away with it. Um, one week, I'd say it's probably not Did a good idea. No. Oh, were you no. meant to? No, I'm racing this weekend coming. Oh. I should be anyway. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Anyway, uh, Richard Marlowe, the Big Woody and the Little Woolly half and four Ironman distance races is on again in the UK at the end of August. I would like to do the Little Woolly is, is also my birthday weekend. The problem I have is that I am a f- on a family holiday for the first two weeks of August with realistically no chance of, to train three kids aged two, four and seven. Yep. Good that you're realistic. I may be able to escape for a couple of times during the second week. I'm doing the London Marathon in April, so I have quite a good run base. My swimming is competent, so I'm not worried about that part of it. It's just much of the problem will be taking those two weeks off in August. What's the best plan to do to get around this? Well, I think one of the things to consider, if in that two weeks we are having completely off, if you can, squeeze in 20 to 30 minute workouts. They actually keep your fitness just going just yep. enough. So yep. if you can squeeze just... Something in whether you got up half an hour early in the morning or once the kids are in bed at night, you nipped out for a quick half hour run. If you can ha- make that happen, it'll make quite a big difference yeah, rather than two know. weeks of I, absolutely nothing. I don't know what you think about this, but I was talking to a doctor who's like a real kind of anal, loves looking into running and stuff, and he was saying that if you can run for about 20, 30 minutes in your off season, but at intensity, you don't lose much fitness. So, would you be aiming for intensity in those sessions? That's one of the things I, I put in here. Is, oh, okay. Uh, well, segue. Bit, bit see, see what I was doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, uh, if, if you are doing minimal sort of training, including intensity, I'll cover that in a yeah. second. Um, the other thing that I, I try to do as well when I'm um, really focusing on family time is trying to get some point-to-point sessions in. Yeah. And so this could be during your two weeks where you're not supposed to be doing anything. You know, for example, if um, we're going over to the in-laws place, they live about 10k away. Um, You'll run there. Flinder will drive over there with Thomas. I'll run there. takes them 25 minutes to drive there. it take me 45, so I'm only missing 20 minutes. Yeah. So try to get creative with things like that where you can just squeeze in little sneaky things. Yeah. Or if you went to the pool and the, the kids were playing and even if you could just get in you know, maybe yeah. 500 metres or something like that, yeah. just 10 minutes to get away, I think you can try to create a bit of training time. What, um, what, what if you can't? If you can't, well, you can't, but... Yeah. My next point, nice lead in, Bevan. See, I'm working it for you here, mate. One thing you can do, and there's no excuse for not doing this, is during that period you would be able to do some additional stretch, stretching and core work. You know, yep. There's no reason why you can't sit there and do, yep, some, do, do some abdominal work, do some press-ups, and just keep something going. Maybe have a set of swim cords, and then you, you're there. And, and there's no excuse not for doing that. So that is probably the worst-case scenario, do core work, stretching, and uh, and stuff with kids. Okay, great. Um You'll probably also want to find out about what um, to maybe do in your preparation leading, leading into that, into that two yep. weeks. Um, I think it's really uh, important to do some simulation sessions um, because if, you, if you're tight on time, simulation sessions where you're going swim, bike, run is going to minimise your downtime. You know, if you swim and then you have a break and then you do your run later in the day and run off the bike, yep. it's just eating into your time. So I'd suggest doing uh, at least once a week doing a really solid brick session. And, uh, and with all your sessions trying to run off the bike, so you're just, tick, again, ticking into a little bit of running, even if it's just short stuff. And as Bevan alluded to, including some quality in every session if you're short on time. Um, if, you, if you're training a lot, you know, if, you, if we're talking over 10 hours a week, then this is a different story. But if you're only training four or five times a week, um, intensity is pretty, pretty important. Mm-hmm. But 
when we talk intensity, we're talking sort of race pace, not absolutely destroying yourself. So doing maybe a time trial, some tempo work, some intervals around about race pace will make quite a big difference. Nice. Um, or you could just cancel the holiday. That's true. Yeah, because obviously... <laughs> holiday, holiday schmoller. I've chucked a few more in here, John. Oh, that's all right. We're running a bit... Uh... Oh, you've got this one here, right? Andrew, this is from Andrew, and he's saying, first off, Merry Christmas, fellas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> you, you've been booking up some emails, haven't you? I have a question on keeping a training diary. Perhaps this was covered some time ago, but I can't seem to find it. I am in a dilemma when it comes to keeping notes on my training. Should I use a paper diary as I did back in the 70s and 80s when running, or move to an online service in order to share my training with friends or others in my online community? I use a polar device for heart rate training, and the data there is pretty good, but it is local to my PC. I can load it to their polar site, but I do not want to live in their world. There are plenty of online options, some cost and others are free. Any suggestions for those who do not plan on having a coach but would like to keep a record of their progress? Of course, the race results go on athletics. Yep. Um, so, yeah, in terms of sharing your, your information, you only share if you want to, if you've got time, or if it motivates you to do that. If, if you like other people seeing what you're doing, um, and likewise, if you like looking at other people's training, then by all means, put it online. Maybe Athlinks does have that, um, what did what, I do this week? Yeah, so mm-hmm. you, you can easily track it on Athlinks. Yep. Um, the way that I do it with most people uh, that I coach, and the way I do it myself, is I just keep track on a spreadsheet. Um, the reason I like using a spreadsheet rather than, say, a paper format is it's much easier just to total up your weekly volume. And probably one of the critical things that I like about it is very easy to see what you actually did, your actual training, versus what you actually planned to train. And the things okay. like the, zero, yep. the zeros show up a lot more online than if they do on, in, in paper, I think. Um, what, people lie when they use paper? They do. Well, they might write something in and it sort of doesn't leave a big zero there. You uh. might say... Didn't feel so good today, so I took the day off. Whereas if you've got a nice a spreadsheet and you see a big a zero, zero, a zero hurts, does it? Zero hurts. It's pain. Minimise the zeros. Okay. Um, and I think the other thing, it's 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 a quite a bit easier to evaluate your training and its effectiveness when you come to the end of the season. You can see where your training volume actually went. Whereas if you it's all written down, you've got to scan through and read every page. Whereas you can produce a nice graph. And there's you can either do that online. There's lots of online sites, or you can just create up your own spreadsheet and. Uh, it also depends on what kind of person you are. Like, if, oh, you're, yeah. if you're a geek, you know, like, you know, I've never been good with training diaries, but one thing I do nowadays is I, I write a journal, which is quite funny, really. I was hopeless as a training diary, but I write a journal every night. And one thing I do in my journal is I just write, what did I do today of training? And I just write down the things I've done. And in a way, that's a training diary. It's not a very good training diary, and I'm only using it mainly because when I'm older, I want to look back and think I'm a legend. But, um, but you know, like, for me, that would that'd be a better way of doing it because I know when I get to bed and I like to write. So for me, I think it just depends if, you know, if you're like, sitting on a computer and writing all that stuff in and seeing graphs and you want to put the time into that that's cool but if you're not going to do it what's the point in signing it up yeah and uh, mm. you know some people like to just draw a graph on the side of their wall with um, yep. the training volume but I think you need to track it in some way and yep. I think you need to track what you did versus what you plan to do whether that's on paper or whether it's online John was going to veto this next email but I, I've, I've unvetoed it <laughs> good old Dave Hopkins don't know where Dave's from I think he's Australian actually I don't know why I said that Obvious question for Bevan. <laughs> Dear Bevan, there's no John in this one. What kind of experience or knowledge do you have about swimming with an MP3 player or an iPod? There are various waterproof cases, headphones, etc. out there. I see a lot of them advertised but no reviews or ever seen someone use them. They're quite, they seem to be quite expensive. There's only got to be one way to do this. So... So what's your experience, Bevan? <laughs> I've only used it once, to be honest. Charlesy. Good old yeah. Charlesy, you know. Yeah, yeah. We're going to give him a nickname now, don't we? Charlesy. Yeah. Well, we'll have to give him a nickname. Yeah. 
We come up with that. Yeah, a good one for Chelsea. He's mm. a good man. Um, anyway, um, when we were on Epic Camp last year, he has one that he used. Right. And uh, I used it when we were swimming in Queenstown, in that, in that pool in Queenstown. And I, I don't know what brand it was. I don't know much about it, to be honest, other than the fact that I was using it. But I, Let us know, Charlesy. Yeah, you do let us know, Charlesy. But um, I found... It was, he had Iron Man talk on, so I had to listen to myself while I was swimming. <laughs> <laughs> Broke my heart. <laughs> no, I was listening to the Craig Alexander interview we did, actually. Okay. And um, I found it was a little bit frustrating when you're listening to audio as in people talking because it would just cut out. Some, you know, like when you turn, you'd lose a little bit and you'd, you, you, there was no consistency with the sound. Yeah. I found that was a little bit frustrating and you'd often... It, it kind of took you away from your swimming because you weren't focusing. You're more worried about hearing what they're meant to be saying. I think if it, with music, it would have been fine. If you had music on, it would have been fine. And I, and I think it would have actually probably enhanced my swimming because I often get bored and when I'm swimming, whereas music motivates me. So um, that's my own experience of it. I'd laugh so hard if you were wearing that and you swam into the wall or something. Because your eyes still work, John. Well, you might just be off in la la land. No, you bang. Swim. No, have you ever swam into a wall? You have, haven't you? Uh, Come on, I probably have. Everyone, I've backstroked pretty hard into a wall, but um, oh, you missed the flags. Some places don't have flags. If they like, some sometimes they might f- take flags down, they forget to put them back up or something. But don't you think? Okay, there's no flags. I must. Well, I used to do a lot of backstroke. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Were you a backstroker? Were you? And when I was a kid, I did. Yeah. Uh-huh. So did uh, it hurt? Yeah. Did you? I've heard of people breaking their arms doing that. You know, you. Oh, you probably so could on, on the edge. Oh yeah. Oh, living so, on the edge. Um, I've, I've never swum one, so I can't give my opinion, but I know that I probably wouldn't find it particularly enlightening. Did I get that message? Uh... You just, just feel free to read your emails while we're um. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go. I've got another one here. Okay, wait a second. Uh, here we go. We've got one from Pete Tyndall. And, uh, no, how did you say this? Tyndall. 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 I think. And uh, Pete, now, he's doing Iron Man New Zealand. He's the guy who actually sent us through the Kona videos, and we promised we would give him a pug for this when he did this. And I think it was Pete, or was it John? I don't know. Whatever. He's doing a great thing here. And what he's doing is he's trying to fundraise for, uh, what is it? Cystic fibrosis? Yeah. And he's basically doing a pretty good effort of doing it. He's raised 5000 bucks so far, and he's following on from last year's massive total of 40000 bucks last year. Okay. Cool. On February 17th, we have organised a rotary quiz. Obviously, you better get onto that one pretty quickly. Uh, and it raised $3,000. So, but what he's got is on Trade Me, which is New Zealand's equivalent of eBay, he's got a lot of stuff for sale. Now, some of this will be New Zealand kind of stuff. Like, he's got the used uh, Ribbon Wikis Canberra Raiders jerseys, and he's got some All Black jerseys, and he's got Warriors jerseys, and AP, A1 GP stuff. And so, he's got lots of New Zealand sports star stuff as well to sell. And uh, yeah, and he's got some like he's got some a top from Chrissy and Joe Lawn. Hamish Carter cycle top. Is Cameron this stuff Brown. still live on Trade Me? Have you checked? No, no. Yeah, it probably isn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look. You talk, John. So trade uh, if you're a Kiwi, obviously you probably know of TradeMe.co.nz, which is where Bevan is going right now. Yep. And we'll see if any of the stuff is still live. Yes, uh, our reserve is met. Oh mate. Oh, Ian Jones. That's just one thing though. Yeah. So. What's his username? No, your listings, other listings. Tinman67. Okay, nice sweet Bevan. <laughs> that was this great feature. There's, there's nothing left on there. But, <laughs> but, but it filled five minutes. But if you want it, no, no. I just okay. was, What I was saying was that he raised a lot of money okay. with that stuff. 
but he's got a website, fundraiseronline.co.nz, P, and I'll put a link to that on www.imtalk. But in the next couple of days, he does have his quiz dinner on and the 17th, so there'll be, by the time you listen to this, it'll But be if you want to fundraise for him online, let's have a look, we'll go there, because I'll tell us how much he's earned. Quizzes are great fun. 17, oh no, his goal is 7.5, and he's at 5.1, so... Yes. Yep, so you help this guy out. He's doing a great job. And, and you know what? Training for an Ironman is consuming. And he's, this guy's got two young kids. To decide to commit this much time and energy to fundraise for the race as well, yep. you know, is, is really, really great. So, you know, go on, support him. It's, uh, I'm going to give him some money. I'll make a donation now. How much should I make, John? I'll give him 100 bucks. Here we go. I'm on here. I'm already, I'll make a donation. Oh, do I have to do this? You start talking, I'll give him money. Okay, let's see if Bevan comes through. I will. I will. Bevan? Bevan, Bev, he's changed his name. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, email address, I'll go Iron Man Talk. Oops. Iron Man Talk. How much do we think, maybe? You can do 100. I'll give 100, yeah. Okay. Uh, suburb, I'm in, where am I? St. Martin's. Yeah. Yep. Christchurch. Yep. Uh, do you need to do that? No, nah, no. Nah. Postcode 8022. i got the same postcode as you now. Oh, you have two. Here we go. 100 bucks. Here, Pete. Just because. Oh, you're almost out of the No, next <laughs> almost out of the Oh, I need my credit card. I'll do it after the show. I promise I'll do it. 100 bucks. Now, you've anyway. got to go on the website and you can do it yourselves. There we go. Good work. Okay. I'll, so, I'll verify that he does this later on. I will. I promise I will. <laughs> I guarantee it. Anyway, I give away 5% of my income. Do you? Yeah. Nice. Always do. Yep. Anyway, um, sponsors. Athlinks.com. Athlinks.com. You claim my result for Timur. I'm sure it's up there. Now let's let's just before we do this, John. Oh. We've got time. We've got time. Yes, we've got plenty of time today. Okay, you start talking about athlinks. Okay, I'm worried Bevan's, Bevan thinks there might be like a fifty freestyle prize up no, there or something. No, no, no. You go. You keep talking. I don't know where Bevan's going with this one, but um, one of the great things about athlinks, and we recently mentioned this, is if you join up and you're obviously logged in. When Bevan goes on there now, it brings up all the local clubs. We've just got the Canterbury Triathlon Club here, but if you're in a more populated area, there'll obviously be a lot more. It also brings up all the local athletes in your area. So we've got Darren Leslie, Dave Dwan, who are both um, local Christchurch guys. So it's really good for finding people that are in your area um, and you can potentially go out training with and uh, just create a little bit of a group on there. I'll tell you what, Twitter's becoming big. Twitter is becoming big now, John. I I knew about it five years ago, but it's becoming big to general popularisation. Join up to Andrew at Twitter. Because if you like, he's great at getting articles that are really, like, okay. they're obviously on here as well, mm-hmm. but it, you just kind of, if you want to see some really great articles on stuff that's applicable to us, uh, it's a no-brainer. Okay, John, it's not helping. Well, hold on. So, athlinks.com, if you haven't signed up already, get on there. They've, they're up to 57,000 members. Great place to store all your results. Well, I was trying to find the results from the Tamaru Triathlon from when I came forth. Because ah. I was listening to the podcast where I said I came forth, and you did doubt me a lot. <laughs> You asked me four times, five times I think it was. Are you sure? Are you sure? No, but are you sure? Was it, was it not under results? No. What year was it? Probably before the, the Tintinet was invented. It would have been maybe 05. Email me and I'll see what I can do and find, see if I can get the results. Okay, I guarantee I did it. Uh, okay, then Coffees of Hawaii. Gave, gave Joe my Coffees of Hawaii. Oh, did you? Yeah. She liked it, but it was a bit of espresso, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah it was good. Nice. Because she was pretty happy with that. Pretty happy with that. And you know what? She uh, she likes a strong coffee. A bit of strong espresso. She does the old two coffees a day trick. One in the morning, one around lunchtime, mm. none at night. Mm. Mm. My dad has about 12 a day. Nice. When I was in Bali with my dad, mm. no crap. 
we'd go to breakfast in the morning and he'd like like six coffees <laughs> for breakfast you should get a bit of a nice shipment from Albert or, or yeah, well, that's n- what I'm going to do for my gift nice lead in here nice lead in John they've got a recurring order thing you can do on there oh great so, recurring delivery recurring delivery so if you wanted to say to get a a bag delivered um, once every two months or whatever to, to keep it nice and fresh. So after a period of time, you're going to know that you're going to run out about now. Yeah. You're going to know, okay, I have, I have 20 cups a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Five scoops a cup. Yeah, you're, you're there. <laughs> Albert likes that customer. So you get on there. Obviously, make sure you get a coffee card. We're handing those out at Epic Camp as well. Yeah, if you click on the top, top right corner, there's a blue coffee card. That'll keep you up to date with all the... The deals. And it's one of those things in these tough economic times that you could afford for yourself. And why the reason why you can afford it is because you use the IM Talk uh, 20% discount IM Talk. Discount code 20% discount IM Talk. It's a no brainer. Coffeesofhawaii.com. We've just been on trybuys.com and we've checked out the specials on their run section. Girls, it's time to go get yourself a boot tube, man. Oh, I call it a boot tube. Oh, yeah, you could call it that. Well, at the gym we call them boot tubes. The the, the woman's two times U top. 20 bucks was 45. 20 bucks. The Soto one, 20 bucks. A ultra Singlet, $18. Two times you. An ultra bar, $30, half price. <laughs> nice. Ultra bar. So girls. Ultra bra, not bar. It's time to go on there. <laughs> click on the run button. There's a sale on there right now. A lot of the stuff looks to be about half price. Get guys, yourself ready for summer. Everything seems to be half price on there. It's pretty. Look at that. So. Woman's skin cooler t shirt by, I never say it's DeSoto. DeSoto. Oh, DeSoto. DeSoto. I never know, I think that's right. Okay. Was $36, now $7. Nice. You know what? Don't even get, don't even if you try it, they give it to your mum for Christmas. Nice thing. Because it's cheap. Yeah, I tell Where you. Where are we? It's February. Mm. Still seven bucks. Yeah. yeah. Put, that, put that one in the cupboard for. You could buy because you do bucks. need, what is it, $200 shipping in the US? Yep. And 500 digitally. So you could buy it for all the women in your life. Yeah. So if you bought like, you know, like 100 of them, mm-hmm. you have 700 bucks worth, mm-hmm. and, and you just give them to them. That's right. And if you're single, you could have got like 100 of them for Valentine's Day. If you are going to order 100, you might just want to check with Try Buys first to make sure they've got 100 sitting on their shelf of one size. That's, well, but not a woman of one size. That's true. <laughs> but, but whatever you want to Shapes get. Size. We love them all. Trybuys.com. Deals are plenty. Deals are plenty. On their homepage, is a, there's a button there to go to their sale. If you're ever thinking of buying anything triathlon, check out their website first because, you know, you're often in for a bargain here. Good. That was a good way of putting it, wasn't it? Nice. That was good. Okay. Um, if you're thinking of doing a Christchurch half marathon or you know anyone who's thinking of doing it, check out my website, raceteam.co.nz. Nice. I've got lots of people signing up for that, so I'm stoked about that. And email questions through to imantalk at gmail.com. I'm allowed to say that. Yeah. John's coaching website. I haven't seen that in a while. Coachjohnnewsome.com. Do you need people? Not at the moment. Not at the moment? No. You're, you're a bit of a pro guy now, aren't you? You don't, peasants, we, you don't need us. <laughs> I take everybody on I'm happy yeah. I, just, I, have, I don't want to get too big and I'm struggling enough as it is and I don't want to start offering too crappy a service yeah fair enough so, so that's all good and uh, John the big question is what did you do for Valentine's Day? I was on the coast to coast looking after him <laughs> you're looking after another woman yeah <laughs> pampering her if we need you okay sweet you okay is it, uh, literally is there anything I can get for you would you like some clothes we had to do a clothing change for him so you got, you got her undressed and dressed yeah, and I had I basically I was a walking cafe I had a bike top on and had like three pockets full of food would you like anything to eat oh, do you, oh give us support come on yeah, you can do it you're, you're the greatest so what about that other woman in your life well I'm not I didn't do anything on Valentine's Day but I was going to do it get something today so I've got to sneak off and get it because 
Valentine's Day gets me a bit angry. It's just why, John? What does it get you angry? Well, it's just commercialised. Yeah, but you don't so have to be every, commercial every, about every, it. Every day is Valentine's but Day. But really, given. John, you do something every day. Every day. <laughs> every, yeah, every day. Every day. Just after lunch. You say, honey, here's your cup of coffee. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Look after her like you wouldn't believe. And uh, how's the house going now? You're, you're settled in. It's all good. Settling in. How are you feeling after Epic Camp? Pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I don't find that Epic Camp's not me around. First three days, I was ruined. Yeah. And then progressively got better through the camp, and I was, I was pretty much fine straight so away. So you've been training since? Not really, no. Done anything? I've done a very short swim. I had a run over on the coast, so like maybe a couple of short runs. What are you doing on the coast? Oh, when you're on the coast. coast, coast. So minimal. Run a swim and a run tonight. No, a run and a bike tonight. And but you are going to do a triathlon. I'm planning on doing a sprint triathlon this weekend. Planning on if it all goes well. How about you, Bevan? How was your recovery? Well, I had total opposite. I had to go back to work the next day. Nice. And I wasn't happy about that because my body was pretty sore and it was more my blister. Mm. My foot, so that was pretty. Good. Someone actually sent me through an email about some stuff to get, and I got it. It was really great. Um, no, my, well, Valentine's Day, John. I'm, <laughs> I can't give you shit because I haven't actually done anything yet. Today's the day. You know, they think you failed. Yeah. Come in. Yeah, nice. And Joe delivered because Joe got me this book. You know the kids' book. Guess how much I love you. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we've got the that. We've got that. We have got that. She got me that. Okay. That was a great one, wasn't it? If you're five. No, because it's like it's like sentimental, and it, you know, it's guess how much I love you. And so she wants to have some some offspring there, eh? No, it wasn't an idea that she wants kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, guess how much she loves me, not guess how much I love having kids. Okay. And so she got me there, and I got I went and bought over there. I got some paper. I was going to make her a card, but I, I was busy. Right. <laughs> Stoked when she gets. But you know what card. else I did buy her? What knuckle bones? Oh, knuckle bones, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you need good knuckle bones. I haven't done it for a while, but yeah. it was pretty cool in the yeah, day. Yeah, good old knuckle bones. So I was, I proper thought, knuckle ones or metal ones? Metal ones. Metal ones. Yeah, the, the proper ones are too light. Mm. You need you need proper knuckle bones. Mm. For those of you who don't know what that is, what's what's the American game? The bounce the ball one? You know, where you pick up the bits? Tyler's got that. We play that sometimes. Don't know. Jacks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, jacks. Uh, so what are you going on for the rest of the week, John? Off on holiday today. We were recording the show a day earlier because I'm off on yep. uh, holiday. Yeah, quite happy with that tomorrow. I don't have to do anything. Up to Kaiteri. Nice place. We were there for Epic Camp a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Yeah. So that's all good. Maybe do a triathlon on sun, um, Sunday, see how things are going. One other thing that we had, I had uh, sort of the end of last week, which was uh, which was quite quite fun, was um, in New Zealand for the under-19s and the under-23 and the elite athletes now, they've brought in a, a time trial system. So if you're, uh, if you're selected into the under-19 or under-23 team, there's certain times you've got to meet. Yep. Under a, there's a swim and a run time. And then if you want to be in a performance squad, there's another time you can do as well. And I had my guys doing that the weekend, and they did me proud. You know, there was a bit of pressure on there. and they So a team time trial? No, just a swim time trial. So, the, for example, oh, okay. uh, the run time for the under-19 guys, they had to go under 16 minutes 10 for a 5K on the track, which is um, it's, it's sort of yeah. moving-ish. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not mucking around. And They had to. What happens if they didn't? Uh, that's for a performance squad. They had a second time. If, if you basically, if you were slower than the second time, which was I think sixteen thirty, and you got selected, you, that's one of the criteria they can deselect you because oh, okay. they only want to send quality people to the Great. championship races. And then one of my girls who was in the um, sort of trying to get in the, the elite sort of team. I think she had to swim under nineteen fifty for a fifteen hundred yep. long course, and uh, we weren't too sure if she was going to make it. Man, she just. Guts it out, so really? I was very proud of her, and also she made the 5k time, so it's 
Time trials are a fantastic way to measure really where you're at, and I don't think people do enough of them. Oh, and it's just good old fishing hurt yourself. When eh? you've got a time that you've got to beat, it's just, there's nowhere to hide. They weren't allowed pacemakers, but our pacemakers on the run and the swim, yeah, it was basically you just got to go for it, and there's nobody to bloody suck along. So it was great stuff. As we're heading towards the end of the old um, using on the tri-season, I must say big ups to a few of my friends. Amy Styles has made the long-distance team to go to the Worlds, oh, nice. so she's pretty stoked about that. She went to the porno, did the uh, Gorian. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard from him. How did that go? Yeah, uh, I can't remember. He okay. did sex me. I can't remember. Uh, I think he was happy with it. Yeah. Yep. And my friend Chris, he did uh, Tauranga and did the half and his first ever half and it was a big thing for him. So, uh, good times. Mm. Right. I think we, we managed to get our hour out. We've delivered hour, on months. the promise. We have. On the promise. Iron Russ. I'm Endo. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha.